Welcome to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and I want to welcome you to this week's show. And exclusively, we are going to talk about the things that we love to discuss and share with you, the public. That is physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. So let me welcome, of course, our regular co-host to the show, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. And an interesting week that it was. And before we get going, the website, guildhallwealth.com, and the phone number, one eight seven seven eight silver both fairly easy to remember. We'll be talking about those throughout the show, but I encourage you to go there, get a free investor kit. This is what we can send to you that's chocked full of information. It's free of charge. There's no obligation. And we want to make sure you know what's happening in the real world, what's happening behind the headlines, and how to protect yourself using gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. Jeremy, we start the show this week on an ominous kind of ledge, so to speak. And that ledge is kind of one we've been discussing over the last few weeks, one that is pertaining to what lies ahead in our economy and the world economy for that matter because we're all in this together now with globalization and the changes that have happened since 2008-9 and we start with the idea that growth is ending and to us the question becomes how will a person profit if the expectation of growth is no longer there if we can't make the money in the stock market if we can't expect the housing market to continue to boom where else can we make money and we start by looking and examining at our favorite two places to park money and to insure wealth, which is to say gold and silver. And we realize two things. Gold started this year at 1278 It's currently trading in the 1466 range. That's in U.S. dollars, and that's a paper price, up 14.7%, almost 15% on the year. Well, silver, likewise, tremendous year so far, up almost 11% year to date. What say you about this change in mentality what is going to happen what we know has already begun when you're looking at the economy right now and we're going to talk about an article an essay that was written by ray dalio who runs bridgewater um, the hedge fund bridgewater capital and um, it's all about the fact that there's a sense that people are just saying no more no more we don't need any more money we want to save money. We don't want to put more, anything more at risk, even though the media is talking about risk on, risk off. And uh, it almost reminds me of trying to feed my kid, you know, when, when they're stubborn and they just don't want to eat anymore. And I feel like we're stumbling towards a recession that, that the Fed, as a parent, wants to shove down people's throat that there'll never be a recession ever again. And there's this need on the part of people to say, well, the market needs a natural course of action and something's going to give. And we don't want to just keep pulling future gains, um, future production into the into the present and just keep these stock market going ridiculously higher. Um, this week in Precious Metals, we started with a, uh, a little bit of a pullback. As we're taping the show today, we really saw the price smash uh, this morning where, you know, gold kind of came under pressure under $1,500, and then um, we lost another $25, $30 again today. So we're about $60 loss on the week. Silver was into the low $18 range uh, starting the week, and then uh, we're kind of in the mid to low $17 range. And uh, there was an interesting talk from Craig Hemke. He's a, 
I would call him a precious metals guru. He's one of these guys in the markets who uh, really looks under the behind the curtain and really understands how the paper market works, how the futures contracts work, how the comics works. And uh, he put out a, cu a couple of interesting points this week where he talked about the smash in precious metals. One of the biggest things was that there was just a ginormous amount of contracts out there. And what is what are those contracts? It's derivative paper. It gives the impression that there's a massive supply of precious metals which belie the actual physical market. So you have a physical market supply, but then you have this paper supply. And this paper supply obfuscates the fact that there's a, a physical shortage. So um, this is what helps push the markets down at times. It has nothing to do with fundamentals in the market and everything to do with big banks looking for ways to make money. Um, the positives to take away from that uh, for anyone who thinks, well, that could never end. Um, just as Deutsche Bank is failing, the repo market has blown up, the Fed's taken a 180 turn on a wonderful economy, but let's lower interest rates. Um, these things implode. The takeaway is that there is a finite amount of actual physical metal out there. And when you do see opportunities like this, it's good to take advantage because you're not going to have the chance to do that uh, going forward. So that's something to consider. Uh, Craig Hempty, Hempke would call that nothing more than noise. As you know, Darren, this is really for us nothing more than a speed bump, which we've weathered countless times in this well, market. Well, for me, don't be, don't be fooled by this. This is an opportunity and we've always called them opportunities, knowing full well that our expectations were pricing would go much, much higher. Let's stay on that topic for a minute, Jeremy, while we go for our first break. We have a seminar coming up, folks, November the 30th, 10.30 a.m. It is exclusive to uh, Guilds Hall, and it is on registered accounts. And we are going to talk to you, show you, walk you through the steps to adding physical gold and silver to your registered accounts, RSPs, TFSAs included. We'll discuss all of the procedures and the costs of doing so, and we'll give you a comparison of what you are doing right now in terms of where the market is going and suggest what might be the best possible path forward. If you can't hold it, remember you do not own it. That is what we say. And when it comes to gold and silver, don't be fooled by what's happening in the paper market and be part of that 100 that share one ounce of gold. That is the truth. We'll talk more about it when we come out there. Own physical gold and silver. The website, guildhallwealth.com, the number one eight seven seven eight silver Again, get registered to the seminar. It is going to be very good seminar and limited seating. And we will talk to you when we come back from break. You are tuned in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. And that first segment goes by so fast every week. We want to thank you for being a client with Guildhall and welcome you to the market. If you're new this week, it was a busy week and a lot of fun was had by adding precious metals to all kinds of registered accounts and depository accounts and cash purchases that came to the e-store at guildhallwealth.com. That's right. You can buy from the comfort of your own home or wherever you might be by just going over to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and shopping online and choosing any of the products you like. It can be shipped right to your door and it's free of charge on the shipping if it's over a $1,000 order. Uh, alternatively, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call, and we'll get out a free investment package to you right away, either via email or right directly to your address. Now, Jeremy, we were talking about Craig Hamke, 
and him pointing out, among many other analysts this week, that there was an all-time high in open interest, and that's just the number of contracts in the futures markets which remain open uh, in gold. And it reached 688,000 contracts, and that is, as you pointed out here, over 60 million ounces. And before we went to break, we mentioned something about being one of the fooled ones who own or lay claim to one ounce of gold. And right now they say in the real market, those that own paper, certificates, whether it's ETFs and all kinds of uh, derivatives and things that can pile on in the paper form, the actual amount of physical gold out there is one ounce to every hundred ounce on paper. And that's a scary thought because our belief is that all ounces should be physical all ounces should be accounted for, and all ounces should be in the name of the owner. And that's what we do here at Guildhall. Our registered accounts are just like that. Our depository accounts, all the same. And as you said, a derivative paper gives a falsity, a false impression of what there is actually out there. And that becomes very difficult for people to conceptualize and understand. But what it means is this is the bargain time. When you see prices drop even a little bit, boom, on the phone, Add to the position because it's going higher. The world is on the verge of collapse. And and I also feel, um, you know, we've watched these markets for over a decade, uh, you and I, Darren. And uh, I always feel that when I see something like this happen, it's usually because something's coming down the pike and they don't want gold and silver. It feels like they don't want silver and gold to start from a higher place because something's about to happen that's going to push the market even further. So it's let's get the market down a little bit because something might happen that's going to push the markets higher. In other words, something's going to happen that's going to push the U.S. dollar down, that's going to see some sort of pullback um, from the stock market. We know that gold is the anti-dollar trade. So all of a sudden, what's coming down that's going to turn things into a risk-off scenario that they like to talk about in the markets? One of the things that I always find amazing too, Darren, about the paper market is that you see all of these moves up and down in precious metals every day, but we don't see those types of buy and sells in our market, in the physical market. It's not like on this day, people, all investors get spooked, so they're all selling, and then the next day they all are excited, and then they start buying. Um, we don't really see that sort of flippant attitude. So I, I do think that in the long term, it's more important to keep your eye on the prize of what the long term is, which is why we started the show by saying gold started the year at 1278 and silver started at 1543. And if we look at a recent article uh, interview on Bloomberg, we'll talk about the fundamentals still being intact. Well, the takeaway from that is if you're able to take advantage, do so. If you can acquire the physical product through a company like Guildhall or right directly from Guildhall, this is the time when you can take advantage of cheap pricing, bargain hunting, whatever you want to call it. But the benefit goes to you long term. Jeremy, speaking to that Bloomberg article, uh, investing in gold, are the fundamentals still intact? That was an interesting little take on uh, with old uh, Hansen, head of the commodity strategy at Saxo Bank. Uh, and there was a lot said in that interview. But the reality is that, of course, the fundamentals are still intact. Yeah, they, they believe that uh, we're still seeing the top end of the U.S. dollar. Um, and we'll talk more about the U.S. dollar when we get to the essay written by Ray Dalio. He also says gold's only showing uh, little 
negativity on the backdrop of the all-time high stock market or the stock market's reaching all-time highs. He points to the breakout uh, now in in a technical sort of way. He looks at the breakout in gold of 1400 and uh, if if the market did get back down down there, he would be completely loading the boat. But he really doubts that we would see any sort of level near there. So I think that uh, I guess he's pretty comfortable with the, the the little bit of a pullback we've seen recently. And those are those are ultimately healthy for the market. All right, let's flip the switch a little bit. Head over to that Ray Dalio article when we come back from break. Right now, every one hundred ounce pamp bar bought at regular price is going to get a one ounce philharmonic coin absolutely free of charge 100 ounce pamp bars we love these bars we have lots in stock bought at regular price you will get one ounce of a philharmonic coin free of charge sent with the order we have a seminar coming up on the 30th of november we are limited now to around 10 seats remaining, and we'd like you to be there. So go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com. Call the number one eight seven seven eight silver and touch base. We will get you into that seminar, put your seat aside for you, and send home a package of information about our markets and everything that we do here and how you can benefit from the ownership of gold and silver. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640. Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We'll get right back into it, a show about physical gold and silver. Go to the website, guildhallwealth.com, or call the number one eight seven seven eight silver to get some of your own gold and silver into your portfolio, your hands, your storage, your home base, whatever you want to do with that product. You can even store it with Guildhall or put it in a registered account if you'd like to. Now, Jeremy, we were talking about heading over and flipping the switch to Ray Dalio's recent essay titled The World Has Gone Mad and the System is Broken. And before we get there... Kind of just to preface this uh, particular essay, J.P. Morgan made a decision this past seven days, which was kind of interesting in the sense that most average people will not even blink an eye if they were to read about it or hear about it. But it lines up very well with what's been happening in the overnight markets in the U.S. Bankers do not want to call this quantitative easing. They don't want to allude to the fact that they virtually turned on the printing presses once again and are back at it printing more money. The balance sheet is growing. What balance else do you sheet need is to growing. Know? That's absolutely true. And it'll all play itself out as recession gets nearer and nearer and it we end up heading over the cliff into recession. But J.P. Morgan took around $40 billion of their own liquidity that they were using in their loans tranche of their business to lend out businesses to people, to everything. It's all in their loans. And they took that out of the system. Now, to them, that's 4% of their total portfolio. But to the overnight markets, that was a jolt that they hadn't felt in a long, long time, over a decade. That $40 billion basically now they're alluding to was enough impetus to drive the Federal Reserve in, to turn on the repo system in order to flood in the overnight markets with more money. Now, you ask, what did J.P. Morgan do with that $40 billion? I, I am asking that in my Nothing. mind. What did they do? Nothing. They put it back into cash reserves, and they're holding it on. They're holding on to it to stay flush in their own system. Okay. In other words, if you want to take that a step further, what they're telling you is that something's coming. We don't know what it is, or maybe they do. 
but we need to make sure that our cash reserves are on point so that if there is a concern, we're flush with cash, we're flush with capital. So they pulled out that money, which is being lent to them again, only 4%. Yeah. But to the overnight markets, that was a big jolt and it caused major concerns. So the stress tests were BS. The bank knows what they need to, to weather the storm, and part of that is to be more liquid cash. In the meantime, instead of the Fed having to bail out a problem bank and be the, be the uh, bank of last resort, JP Morgan's basically saying, I'm leaving the party and I'm taking my alcohol with me, and the Fed can clean up the mess. Or the Fed can provide the alcohol now. And as that's usual, what they're doing. As yeah. per usual. So that in and of itself becomes the major portion for moving forward. And this is what is in part the impetus towards people like Ray Dalio, one of the world's most well-respected financial minds. And in the other article here that you brought about JP Morgan going crazy here and there's bailout talk and the world has gone mad, but inevitably we're moving to a system that's brand new for us here and we may be the last to know. So again, another reason to protect yourself. Talk about the two, the uh, Dalio article and this article that extends the discussion on JP Morgan. So you just mentioned JP Morgan's pulling cash out of the market. Uh, we also know they are buying back their own stock so they can get some, some good bonuses this year. But, uh, you know, in, in uh, the modern day, they're pulling, they're holding on to cash. But on this day in history, we're taping the show on November 7th, but on November 6th, uh, 1907, a ship carrying $7 million of gold arrived from London to revive a floundering U.S. economy. And what, what came to be known as the Panic of 1907 was actually saved by J.P. Morgan himself depositing the the gold into the economy to save the economy he's actually the the one who's known as saying uh gold is money all else is credit mm -hmm. so that's kind of an interesting thing to just consider for a moment that there was a time that jp morgan actually used gold to bail out the economy i wonder if that is the future uh, being foreshadowed by this day in 1907 well we know jp morgan is accumulating we know they've taken since 2008, when Bear Stearns collapsed, they have taken a major interest in silver positions. They have grown to what has been called the largest single silver position in the world. They have amassed so much, and this is all part of this big argument. So I think that it uh, certainly falls upon our shoulders because our love of things gold and silver related uh, certainly have pointed us in the right direction. We act on our own words. We practice what we preach, and we want to share that with everybody here because we believe there will come a day when the price of gold will be astronomically high, as will the price of silver. To be part of that means you may, in fact, not only protect your wealth, but you may become a millionaire because of it. Well, that's what happened in, in 1980. There was a massive wealth transfer because when there's a credit crunch, and when cash becomes worthless, you want something that is an asset that has value, whether it's a natural fancy colored diamond, which we'll talk about later, or actually having physical precious metals as opposed to some sort of, sort of paper precious metals. And we know that in 1980, there was a massive wealth transfer. And uh, I know both you and I, Darren, believe that that is going to happen again. In the late stages of 1980, we'll talk about it when we come back in Ray Dalio's recent essay called The World Has Gone Mad and the System's Broken. I want to know all about this. 
our listeners should too. You are tuned into The Real Money Show. A reminder, on November the 30th, we have a big seminar coming up in office here at our office in Markham, Ontario, on registered accounts, all things related to registered accounts and how to get physical gold, silver into those registered accounts, TFSAs, RSPs. We will have people here to walk you through actually opening an account. So if you want to be prepared coming to this meeting, you can do that. You'll be able to see some product that goes into these accounts, talk about the process of holding, the breakdown of costs, everything that we can think of to cover will be there. You do not want to miss it. It is limited seating to about 25, and we are about three-quarters of the way full. So that is easy to get to. Go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com, or call the number one eight seven seven eight silver and book your seats now. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thank you for staying tuned to The Real Money Show. This is Guildhall Wealth Management. This is a show about physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. Jeremy, before we went to break, we pointed out one Gold is still up, despite a little bit of a pullback this week, almost 15%. Silver up almost 11%. Fantastic for both. A great year, year over year, and poised to go much higher. And these pullbacks are exactly what we see leading into these monumental moments where markets change, dynamics change. And our opinion is just one. There are many out there. The experts, like Ray Dalio, as we mentioned before the break, they're already talking about how crazy this world has gone. And in an essay titled just that, The World Has Gone Mad and the System is Broken, he's talking about central banks uh, handing out cheap money. What did you take from this, and, and what do you want to share with the listener? So it's it's actually a pretty quick essay. We're going to put it in the newsletter. You can go to LinkedIn and it's look up Ray newsletter. Dalio. Yeah, you can go to LinkedIn, and, and uh, he posted it. Ray Dalio posted it on his. Uh, he's the he's a billionaire. He's the founder of Bridgewater Associates, and the title, as you mentioned, is "The World Has Gone Mad. The System Is Broken." What's the basic uh, premise that central banks have been handing out cheap money to investors who've been injecting it into companies that are often unprofitable and don't contribute to the growth of the economy? And he attacks the countries, in this case, the U.S., ballooning debt and dis disproportionate access to credit, which is fueling a wealth gap. So there's four points here. The first is that money is free for the credit worthy. Um, and uh, investors are willing to get back less than their principal. So they've got a lot of money on the table. Uh, they don't want to take any risks. There's this push pull between the central banks that want to try to flood the market with money to get some sort of economic activity. But the receivers of that money aren't looking for economic activity. They're looking to save their money. So they almost don't believe that things are that good and that it's time to be spending money. So he thinks that the result is twofold. One, that financial assets have gone way up and future expected returns have gone way down. In other words, we're at all-time highs in the stock market after a 10-year growth cycle. How much higher do you think that's going to go? And number two, we've reached a dot-com bubble moment where there's so much money being pushed at companies that have not proven to provide anything real to the economy, which I think is a really uh, strong point as well. Um, this kind of, are you ready for a dot-com bubble crisis? Are you ready for the next 2008 crisis? There's a lot of liquidity out there, a lot of risk being taken, and what is it actually producing out there? So that's one thing. The biggest, uh, number two, is that he talks about government deficits, and he sees that they'll continue to increase, which will which will, and this is surprising, eventually drive up interest rates 
at precisely the worst moment because of the over-leveraged world. So as they continue to print money and buy up bonds, eventually it's going to drive up the interest rate prices. Right now, we have the reverse happening. You, you think, well, why is the dollar getting stronger if interest rates are low? It should be the other way around. But he thinks that uh, interest rates will drive up. What are you going to do with that liquidity? It's kind of similar to, to Canada. What would happen if the interest rates rose? What would happen to Canadian real estate? How many people are, are a few percentage points away from having to sell their home because they can't cover the mortgage? Um, he thinks central banks will fill the void and buy up even more assets. Uh, sounds like uh, uh, what he's saying is that uh, sound finance will be thrown out the window and that there'll be sort of a feedback loop created. And you can see that already happening in places like Japan. Well, if you call the number one eight seven seven eight silver or go to the website guildhallwealth.com, we will get you on to the newsletter at your request to get this article. And he says a whole lot in here, Jeremy. And I do like what Ray Dalio says. I mean, a lot of this is just common sense. We're at a moment in time in which either you can choose to believe as an investor that the world is fairly safe place to yeah. put your money and it's going to go higher and you can hope for the best, or you can look at it from a very practical standpoint and understand that what has transpired in the last decade is exactly what we've seen the cycle do repeatedly time and time again, and every one of those cycles has come to an end only to be reset and restarted in some way, shape, or form. And mark my word, we are guinea pigs in a very large science experiment, and it is not going to end anytime soon. Neither will printing money. And I, one of the things that's great about Ray Dalio is he understands the difference or the connection between what's happening in the economy and political events. So he, he definitely sees that as, a, as the result of the 2008 crisis and as the result of all this printing money and low interest rates and certain parts of the uh, economic sphere are have access to that money and others don't that there's this wealth gap being being uh, that's starting to occur which has political um, results that happen as you know you look at populism for instance so he really makes those connections as well and, and one of the things that he also looks at is pensions and healthcare liabilities uh, they're chronically underfunded how are they going to be dealt with well there's going to be benefit cuts so if you have a pension imagine if all of a sudden you're not going to get the same amount there's going to be raising taxes and printing money and he says that none of those are uh, none of those paths are good uh, they'll ultimately stretch the viability of reserve currencies, not just the reserve currency of the U.S. dollar, but other reserve currencies as well. And they're going to come under scrutiny as they become as they come under scrutiny. I think that's where gold starts to have its day in the sunshine. That and much, much more. In fact, if you've got gold and silver, it might just be the best insurance policy you've ever had for your wealth at a time when that insurance policy looks as though it's going to expand in value and be worth a whole lot more down the road. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to build wealth and create happiness through that wealth generation. Jeremy, you are tuned into The Real Money Show, folks. It is a seminar coming up on November the 30th. 10.30 a.m., it is all about registered accounts, RSPs, TFSAs, RIFs, Liras. If you want to put something for the kids away, RESPs, we'll be talking about how to get physical gold and silver into those accounts, and we will show you 
not just talk about, but show you. Hold your hand every step of the way. There will be some product there, a little bit of food and drink, and a meaningful conversation on wealth. And you can find all that and more at guildhallwealth.com or by calling the number one eight seven seven eight silver There is a lot more in this show to come, so please stay tuned. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Putting it all together, Jeremy, and welcome back to our listeners to The Real Money Show. You are tuned in here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And as we kind of get closer to ending the show this week, we've talked a lot about information that's floating out there. But the real basic concept here is that you need to protect yourself when times are changing. And this is the moment in time where we believe we are the closest we've ever been to seeing that switch turned off on, whatever the case may be for each of you listening. But recession, a very serious concern, could be on the doorstep. We've heard from many analysts, talked to many analysts, read a lot of information, Jeremy. And this week we've shared a simple concept. One, silver and gold, again, reminding listeners, gold up almost 15% on the year, silver up almost 11% on the year. They're both good insurance assets to have in your portfolio. And B, there are tons and tons of mainstream analysts now talking about this threat that lies before us of recession, of not knowing what the economy is going to do. And so let's talk in this segment, and you can share your expertise and insight on it, about building a precious metals war chest, putting it all together and getting it into your portfolio, and how that looks. A lot of people are wondering, what is it that I'm actually buying? Is it paper? Is it physical? Well, they know if they listen to the show, we only deal in physical. But how does that look? What does it feel like? Maybe you can walk through some of the ins and outs of building your own precious metals portfolio. Sure. And I I think this is uh, appropriate speaking as we were just talking about JP Morgan building their war chest. Mm -hmm. How do you build yours? Well, uh, when it comes to precious metals, you know, a lot of the times we'll start with uh, uh, people will come to the office. That's always a great way to start. They'll see the variety of products that can be had. If we're talking about a small investor or you're just trying to get your feet wet for the first time, it's great to start off with maybe some silver maples, a few tubes of silver maples. There's 25 one ounce coins in a tube. And this, people really like the, the maples because it feels like emergency fund, right? When, if there's a, a bank closure or you can't get to get, can't get uh, your money out of the cash machines, you know, it's nice to have some silver maples. They're universally recognized. Uh, so it's kind of like an emergency fund in a way. So people like the maples for that. Uh, it's a great place to start. Then you can move into 10 ounce bars, kilo bars of silver, even 100 ounce bars. And of course, um, on the same lines as that, a lot of people will pick up five, 10 ounces of gold. And maybe this is the type of product that you put in a safety deposit box and hope you never have to touch it, right? That kind of emergency rainy day fund that you just kind of want to have there. And that's a great place to start. After that, now we're working up to building wealth. Right. That first part was just like having some cash at home. It's just some emergency type of asset cash component of your portfolio. Now we want to build some wealth. By this point, you know what types of products are out there. You know what products you like. You know how the process works to acquire them. And now you might be moving up to something like a depository account or self-storing larger amounts of product. So maybe you've moved into 100-ounce bars of silver because you see there's a lower premium. You're sticking with the one-ounce bars of gold. And then beyond that, maybe you're starting to look at 
ways to diversify a registered account, like your RSP or a pension from another company that you had, like a Lira or something. And that's a great place where you say, okay, now I want to move some physical, I want to work that portfolio a little bit, and I want to get some physical into that portfolio as well. And uh, that's something we're going to be talking about at the seminar. Of course, you can always just contact us. We're more than happy to review it uh, right away. And then beyond that, now you might want to take advantage of the market. Let's assume you understand the market, you've diversified into precious metals, you see the opportunities that lie before you, and you want to use some of your current product to take even more advantage. That's where allocated financing would come into play, where you might say, oh, I've got 5,000 ounces of silver, let's take 1,000 of that and double the position. That'll be like my play portion of the portfolio. Uh, even then, at 50% equity, you're not taking too much risk. Well, it's interesting that you bring up allocated financing, Jeremy, because that particular account is one that during times of, of um, consistent pricing in a range, maybe consolidation, if you want to call it, that account may not be the best single way to approach ownership. But when the expectation becomes very high that the price going forward is going to shoot up, that is the best performing account that we've had in the past. And it's uh, shown and proven itself to be a very good way for people who this is right for to use the system in order to multiply their income, their return potential. Uh, and in the case of a thousand ounces, even as an example, if you're not even using your own product, it's a cost of around 8,500, including the commission to buy and sell that metal for the next three years. You're laying out about 8,500 Canadian and you're controlling the thousand ounces, uh, 10, 100 ounce bars of, of product. And you get to make the decisions of buying and selling based on the expertise and the feedback we're giving you. And like your registered account, it's online. You can see it every day and we encourage you to do so. But you've laid out only 8,500 instead of over 20,000. So a $9 that. move, you've doubled your money. That's right. And so that's a big significant difference in the approach you can take. But all adding up to this uh, how to build up a war chest and the various ways you can do it with Guildhall. Either way, what we want to convey is that this is the time to do it. You are looking at bargain basement pricing. Silver is not going back to $5 an ounce anymore. Gold is not going back to 500 an ounce anymore. Those days are over with, and the more precarious the world uh, gets, the more likely it is gold and silver go much, much higher. You are seeing a repeat of the 70s literally in front of your eyes. So we want you into this market. We want you to call the number one eight seven seven eight silver for free. Absolute no obligation investor package. We'll send it to your door. We'll send it to your inbox or you can come sit down with us in the office and we'll talk through all of these account options with you or you can call the number one eight seven seven eight silver Again, one eight seven seven eight silver Use that number often. Get on the free mailing list. Get the newsletter. All of the information comes to you free of charge. That is what we are talking about, physical gold, silver. A little bit on diamonds next week's show. But before we end this week's, let's get it all together. Finish up what we were discussing a little bit more on the various things that we're doing in the near future. A seminar coming up. Stay tuned. We'll give you more details. This is The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the last segment of The Real Money Show for this week. And it goes by so fast, but we want to thank you for staying tuned in. And again, a big warm welcome to all of our new clients at Guildhall. It's been a wonderful week 
And we mentioned earlier in the show, Jeremy, a little bit of fun that this day in history, as we taped the show here on November the 7th, on this very day in history, J.P. Morgan back in 1907 shipped a ton of gold into the U.S. to bail out the U.S. economy. And in fact, what an interesting time to be alive to see those cycles repeating themselves time and time again. Now, you were here on the front end of the 2000s from 2002 to 2011. Four peaks for gold and silver. Tremendous opportunity. We were talking about gold back then below $300 an ounce and silver below $4 an ounce. And in doing so, uh, we talked to so many folks that thought, well, I'd be happy if the price of silver could go to $8 an ounce. I'd be happy if gold could go to $500, $600, $700 an ounce. That'd be amazing. They never thought gold would break its all-time high. They never thought silver would get back to its all-time high. Yet both of those things occurred in 2010 and 11, respectfully. And both metals right now looked very poised, despite a daily uh, pullback here or a one-time kind of pullback, to be going higher. And we talked this week about the number of analysts that are sharing their insights. These are not just random analysts who have something to say about the market. Ray Dalio. I mean, he has all of his skin in the game. He practices what he, he preaches. He's a billionaire hedge fund manager. I mean, and, and imagine there are how so many, many others. Imagine how many people he has working for him to to dig through information and and uh, talk with each other and disagree with each other and come up with what they feel is actually happening out there. Right? He doesn't have an ego when he comes up with these things. He's he's really done his research to come up with that. So, you know, when we're talking about the fact that there's already so much money out there that there's nowhere else for it to go and the economy wants to slow down and it is slowing down around the globe and there, we are stumbling towards a recession that no one's going to be able to stop and no amount of money from the Fed is going to stop it. That's the truth of what is going to happen. And the other truth is that markets don't go up forever. You know, so unless we've re literally entered 1984 and they will no longer let us know what's happening, the fact is, is we can even see it, Darren. There are shortages of physical product everywhere we look. Um, you know, and, and look, there's been a bit of a pullback this week in precious metals. We're not fielding, I, I, haven't, I haven't fielded one single phone call with a frustrated client this week. Now, I might get it tomorrow. We're taping on Thursday. But the fact of the matter is, is people people are clearly understanding what's happening in the markets. They're not buying because there's crazy momentum in the market, even though we're up both double digits in precious metals this year. The fact is, is people see that there are consequences to printing money left, right, and center. There's consequences to dropping interest rates, negative interest rates. No one likes where this is going, and everyone has to start being protective. JP Morgan's being protective. They're building their own war chest with literally with literal cash. And now the Fed is stepping in to fund the liquidity to the rest of the market that the that JP Morgan was providing. This is how things start to break down. Banks say, I'm saving myself. I don't care about you. I'm saving myself. We're we're telling you to be your own central bank as well and protect yourself because at the end of the day, precious metals are nobody's liability if you own them directly. If you own paper, there is someone else's liability tied to that. Think of a pool account, for instance. You don't really own the precious metals. Someone else owns it with you. So is it yours? You share it with someone that you don't even know. You hope it is. 
certainly I feel for people when they find out it isn't. This week is a good example. We had a client that I spoke to on Monday evening, in fact, go into a bank to consider buying a certificate and found out the whole history of Scotia and Scotia Metals and how they had folded and all the tough times that they have uh, unfortunately encountered. And we wish no ill will towards any other business partner that's in the metals industry, but they are finding uh, out for themselves as individual investors that the banks aren't the best place to go anymore for metals. It's companies like Guildhall and others that are bringing real physical metal to the market and are doing so in high volume that are becoming easily Canada's largest, in our case, in registered accounts that we know of. We are Canada's largest uh, registered account provider with physical precious metals. And when you're finding out the realities of what paper is, it's easy to make the decision, given the fact that people's mentality is changing, to own the real thing. Whether you're taking it home, putting it in a depository account, as you said earlier, Jeremy, whether you're touching on the allocated financing opportunities that you have, and uh, whether or not you are looking to get it into a registered account, you can do all of that at Guild Hall. And we want to remind you that if you have a simple, simple equation with you whenever you're thinking of buying precious metals, then you'll never go wrong. And that equation is, in words, if you cannot hold it, you do not own it. And that's what we stand by here at Physical Precious Metals World of Guild Hall. And the website for you to go and find out more information, guildhallwealth.com. Use it often. Get the free investor kit. There's no obligation, but you could be tuned into a world that you did not know existed that can protect and grow your wealth. And the phone number, if you want to speak directly or ask for that investor kit, one eight seven seven eight silver that's one eight seven seven eight silver we're gonna have lots to talk about next week's show jeremy i want to thank people for staying tuned in and i want to remind everybody as the weather changes now there will be some people who are less fortunate than us they need some support sometimes we want to ask you to get to your local food banks get to your local shelters and provide what you can for those people in need you have been tuned into the real money show with guildhall wealth management we want to thank you for doing so you're listening to global news radio 640 toronto